A fine young Christian student at a Christian college ripped off his clothes, ran out of the dorm naked, screaming that somebody had put bugs in his room and that they were crawling all over him. What do you think happened to him? Well, any number of things could be at the base of such bizarre behavior. But this young man, who had never acted that way before, was suffering from a very common problem, far more common than many people recognize, and one that every Christian should know about. He had suffered and was acting in accordance with problems that arose from a serious loss of sleep. He had been staying up three days, four days, and nights with hardly any sleep at all studying for exams. Truck drivers who tried to push it too long, too hard, too far. Other people who have been in situations where they pushed their bodies beyond the cushion that God built in for reserve and emergency situations have found the same is true. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6.19 to the Christian, Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own. God requires that we care for that temple, that we care for that body in which the Holy Spirit dwells. You know, many other problems are complicated by, uh, as a secondary problem, this question of sleep loss. Somebody begins worrying, fretting, brooding, thinking about his problem. And he just can't get to sleep at nights. And this goes on day after day. The first thing you know, the original problem, which was bad enough, is now complicated by sleep loss, which, and I want you to mark this fact, can produce every perceptual effect of LSD. Significant sleep loss can cause in your body every effect that taking a hallucinogenic drug into your body can cause. It can make you, if you run your hand over a smooth surface, feel that smooth surface as if it were sandpaper or as if it were hairy. And I want to tell you, for a person doing that, that's a hairy experience. Significant sleep loss can make you see things that are not there. It can make you hear things that you don't think that you can hear. It can make food taste as if people had put poison in it. It can make people's faces seem distorted as if they are glaring at you or frowning when they're not. Significant sleep loss is a very serious problem. And many people coming into our counseling center who claim that they have some sort of uh, demon possession or something of that nature are really suffering only from this Simple question of sleep loss. You see, sleep loss has a chemical effect within the body, very much the same as the chemical effect of the ingestion of a hallucinogenic drug. Some of the interesting studies that have shown what sleep loss can do to a person have been made by radio announcers and then, more scientifically, at the Harvard Sleep Labs. 
There was a fellow in New York who was a radio announcer. His name was Tripp, very appropriately named, but with two P's. Uh, Mr. Tripp <coughs> put himself in a uh, isolation booth, and he was going to stay there and stay awake for as long as he could and broadcast each day what the effects would be. Somewhere around the third or fourth day, he went screaming out of his booth, claiming that there were cobwebs all over the booth and bugs on the floor and that he had opened his desk drawer and a blue flame had shot out at him. This was the result of sleep loss. A Chicago uh, radio announcer heard about Tripp's experience and replicated it, only he went a little longer. This gentleman uh, found similar effects and similar results from sleep loss. And wouldn't you know, a college student on the West Coast this fellow went for some 12 days without sleep and nearly killed himself at the end. Now, the Harvard sleep studies have made it very clear that every person needs REM sleep, one of the four phases of sleep. REM sleep is short for rapid eye movement sleep, the dream phase during sleep. Evidently, it's during that period that we work off certain chemical buildups that occur during emotion uh, during that day. And if we have had a highly emotional day, that's one of those days in which more chemicals may have been built up. But if we don't work them off, these chemicals can build up within our lives to a toxic level where our perceptions, due to that chemical response, are set off. And so you can see, then, how vital it is for Christians not to push their bodies beyond the limits of endurance that God has given to them. Many of the special revelations, supposedly, of the mystics during the ages in which people stayed awake long hours praying, in which the ascetics during the Middle Ages claimed to have revelations and visions from God, doubtless were not visions or revelations at all, but simply the result of sleep loss. And Christians today need to be aware of this fact. While Christ's constant practice was to rise early, before it was day, you don't find him praying all night long for two or three or four days. Only on the exceptional situation does he stay awake for a whole night, even one whole night. We find that his common practice in prayer was to arise early in the morning, but to arise out of sleep. He cared for that body. He cared for it very much. And that's why that body could endure even those last few uh, days of terrible agony and finally the awful agony of the cross. You see, <clears throat> sleep loss runs about like this. When you don't get enough sleep, the first effect, of course, is you get tired. We all know that. The second thing that happens is you begin to get irritable, easily irritated. Any little thing can set you off. A lot of people just sort of live right in that never-never land. The third step in the progress of sleep loss and its effects is that you begin to get suspicious of other people. Much of what has been called, wrongly, paranoid personality is simply a matter of people who don't have enough sleep living right on the edge of uh, hallucinations. The fourth step, of course, is this perceptual uh, difficulty that can be manifested by any one or all or any combination of the perceptions and not working as they should, where we see things, hear things, touch things, 
uh, feel things that don't really respond as we know they should. It's very important, therefore, that whatever your problem is, that you get adequate sleep, that you care for the temple of the Spirit of God, that you do not push this body beyond its limits. And I want to warn any of you who are trying, thinking that you can get along with less sleep or who are trying to solve problems deep into the night, night after night, about this difficulty. One thing that I would like to say in closing is that if you'd like to know what to do about getting to sleep on the next broadcast, we'll be talking about that matter. So be sure to tune in the next time that we're together and we'll see what can be done to help you get sleep the way you should. Lord, we're thankful that you care for us and that you have given us bodies that have an emergency factor built in. But help us not to push these bodies beyond that. For Christ's sake, amen.